Hello, everyone. Welcome to Prep Talk, the emergency management podcast. Find out what you need to know about preparedness, get all the latest tips from experts in the field, and learn what to do before the next disaster strikes. From the emergency management department in the city that never sleeps, here are your hosts, Omar Bourne and Allison Panisi. Hello, everyone. Thank you for listening. I'm Omar Bourne. And I'm Allison Panisi. Thank you for joining us. We want you to come back as often as you can, so feel free to add Prep Talk to your favorite RSS feed. You can also follow us on social media. Now, September is National Preparedness Month, and this episode, we're talking about the importance of preparing ourselves, family, friends, and community before an emergency. That's right, Omar. Disasters don't plan ahead, but we can. New York City Emergency Management teaches New Yorkers about emergency preparedness through the Ready New York program. The team has a number of events planned throughout September, and here to talk to us about how you can get involved is Iskra Kilgore, Director of Community Engagement and Language Access here at New York City Emergency Management. Iskra, thanks for joining us. Welcome to Prep Talk. Thank you for having me. Now, Iskra, before we get into National Preparedness Month, tell us a little about your role at Emergency Management. So I manage our individual preparedness program called Ready New York, our community preparedness program and language access. So I basically work on preparedness on the individual and community levels, and I also make sure that we can meet the language access needs of uh, New Yorkers with limited English proficiency before, during, and after an emergency. But I want to take just a minute here to talk a little bit more about Ready New York, uh, because this is the program that manages most of our National Preparedness Month events. The goal of Ready New York is very simple. We want to educate New Yorkers about the importance of emergency preparedness. And we generally target four groups, um, children, older adults, people with disabilities, and people with limited English proficiency. Uh, We do community fairs and presentations um, in all five boroughs, seven days a week. Wow. Yes. So the Ready New York program embodies community engagement. And as you mentioned, your team is teaching New Yorkers in all communities about preparedness. Um, Can you tell us about National Preparedness Month and the emphasis on getting people ready before emergencies? Sure. National Preparedness Month is a national initiative, which we celebrate every September. Uh, It's a good opportunity to remind us all that we need to be prepared now, but also throughout the year. This year, the focus of National Preparedness Month is on planning. And the overarching theme is disasters happen, prepare now, learn how. This is a very important message because I talk to a lot of New Yorkers about emergency preparedness. And what I hear very often is that there always will be time to prepare for an emergency. The reality is that a lot of emergencies happen unexpectedly, for example, fires, and you don't want to be caught off guard. It's important to think about preparedness now. And I like that you mentioned that. And remember, we had a PSA a few years ago, winging it is not an option. And kind of ties into what you're talking about, Iskra, where people always think that there's time to prepare uh, ahead of an emergency. So I'm happy that you guys are out in the communities trying to get people thinking about that. Uh, Going back to National Preparedness Month, I know that there are weekly themes for the month. Can you share with our listeners what they can expect? Yes. So the first uh, theme for the first week of September is make and practice your plan. The second week, learn life saving skills. Uh, Third week, check your insurance. And we're going to close off the month with safe for an emergency. 
All right. So looking at week one, you said it's make and practice your plan. So now this includes making a plan for the entire family, people with disabilities, access and functional needs, seniors, pets, even businesses. What are some key points that the Ready New York program um, emphasizes, uh, especially during this week? Uh, so it's very important to think about preparedness in a holistic way. I always tell people to look at their day-to-day lives, the things that they do every day, and prepare redundancies for uh, their basic needs. And this will vary from person to person and also is not that difficult. It can be quite simple. For example, if you lose power, do you have flashlights? Um when planning, as Alison already said, it's very important to uh, include everybody in your plan. So that includes your pets. It can also include people who visit your home on a regular basis. For example, if you have a home health aide, that's important for that person to be included in your in your plan. Uh, but the most important thing is to create an emergency support network. Uh, and this will be people who will be Uh, helping you during an emergency. They need to know your needs and they need to be prepared to assist you. I think that's great. I mean, we talk about this a lot on Prep Talk and a lot of our talking points to the community that having everybody get involved and having a support network is always helpful. If it's something as simple as saying, hey, take a copy of, you know, my key or it's, you know, I need somebody else to know my medical needs. Mm -hmm. I think it's a really great point that New Yorkers, you know, we're here for each other no matter what, despite what people think that New Yorkers are there for one another. So I think that's a really great point. And along with planning, information is also key before, during, and after an emergency. Iskra, what are some available information resources people can use as part of their emergency plan? So the best source of information in New York City is Notify NYC. Uh, This is the official source for emergency information uh, in our city, and it's a a great way uh, for people to stay informed. Uh, We now also have an app, so people can download the app, or uh, they can sign up for the service by calling 311 or going on the website. Uh, And the great thing about Notify is that a lot of the words are available in 12 different languages in addition to English and also in sign language. Another good source of information is our community preparedness newsletter. This is a weekly newsletter which contains a lot of good information about emergency preparedness events and news in general. But during emergencies, we also use it to disseminate information. this newsletter is primarily for nonprofits and community based organizations that are interested in making their communities more resilient. And another good source of information is the advanced warning system. Uh, and this is targeted towards organizations that serve people with disabilities and uh, access and functional needs. Wow. And what I like about uh, Notify is that it gives you information about number of uh, types of different emergencies, whether it's a, a transit disruption, a traffic disruption, a school closure, uh, an emergency dealing with a heat or hurricane, really gives you information about whatever is going on in the city. And it's a great source uh, to stay informed for our old school hip hop listeners out there. If you don't know, now you know with Notify NYC. <laughs> 
I think it's, and I also think it's great that all of the, all of these resources that you've mentioned are free. And I think that that's also a great way for people to, uh, you know, access their information. They don't need a, it doesn't cost time or money to be prepared. It doesn't cost time or money to stay informed as well. Um, Shifting gears a little bit to week two, you mentioned life-saving skills. How can people get involved in their communities during National Preparedness Month? So we have a great volunteer program called the Community Emergency Response Response Team, or CERT for short. Uh, And CERT is a group of volunteers who are trained to support first responders uh, here in New York City. It's really a great way uh, for people who are interested in helping their communities get involved. Mm -hmm. During National Preparedness Month, we also encourage New Yorkers to donate blood. Uh, the city needs 2,000 people to donate blood every day to maintain its supplies, uh, mm. since blood supplies are perishable and constantly need to be replenished. Wow, 2,000 donations daily. I didn't realize that we needed that many people uh, to donate blood. Now, part of the emergency plan that may often be overlooked is a financial portion, saving before an emergency. What advice do you have for our listeners on how they can save before an emergency? One thing that is very important is to have cash in small bills in your go bag. A go bag is a collection of items that everybody needs to have uh, that is ready to go in case they need to leave their home in a hurry. Uh, we encourage people to keep a little cash in their go bag in case the ATMs are not working or they can't access their bank accounts. It's very important. Another very important step is to have all your financial documents, copies of your financial documents actually, in uh, waterproof and fireproof containers. Uh, This includes, um, you know, your mortgage or lease, tax return, insurance information, anything like that, because you don't want to lose your documents uh, after an emergency because you want to have access to this information. One great thing about a go bag is not only does it, you know, contain your important documents, you could have food, water, you could add things like flashlights, extra batteries, batteries radio, first aid kit. Yeah, yes, radio. there's there's so many great things. And you could also customize it based on your own needs. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we always emphasize, too, is that pets need their own go bag that is because correct. they are part of the family. Yeah. So it's also important to make sure that Fido and Fluffy um, have them as they well. They have their own go bag. Mm-hmm. That's correct. All right, so we've talked about the weekly themes for National Preparedness Month, but let's get into the events that are planned. So I've heard that there is a Senior Ready Fest that's going to kick off the month. Can you tell our listeners about that? Sure. Every September, it's a very busy month for us. We do over 80 events every year. Uh, this uh, this year, we have a brand new event that we haven't done uh, before. Uh, it's going to be in uh, Southridge Towers, which is a development on the Lower East Side. This event is specifically for the older residents of, of the development. And we are going to premiere our two new Ready New York videos at this event. We'll also have a lot of fun games, such as disaster team jeopardy and disaster team named this tune game and it should be a lot of fun and i also heard that you're going to be inviting other partners such as con ed uh department for the aging fire department nypd so it looks like it's a lot of teamwork going into uh, this event yes that's correct and mayor's office of disabilities will also be there 
Now you have a lot of great events lined up. Um, I've heard that you're going to be doing events with the Mets and the Yankees and the Bronx Zoo and the Staten Island Children's Museum. Tell our listeners about that. Yes, we are very happy to partner with all of these organizations for our National Preparedness Month event. This September 11th, uh, the Met players will be wearing our emergency management baseball caps uh, at the game. And our preparedness uh, public service announcements will uh, play at the stadium. So that's very exciting for us. A lot of people may not know about this, but uh, we have had a partnership with the Mets uh, for a long time. And for example, if there were to be a hurricane to hit New York City, we can use a city field parking lot as a staging area uh, where we can assemble uh, assets to help with emergency response and recovery. And then we are also partnering with the Yankees, and that will be on September 14th. Uh, we will be at the Yankee Stadium that night. Uh, this is the third year we are tabling uh, in September with them. So we are going to be distributing emergency preparedness guides and information. And if you're at the stadium that day, uh, come and look for our table. On September 16th, we will be in the Bronx Zoo. This is our kids' preparedness event. Our emergency preparedness superhero, Ready Girl, will be there. And we are going to have a lot of fun games and activities for children. Then on September 22nd, we are having our pet and service animals preparedness event, uh, which is going to be here in Brooklyn. And it will be in front of Brooklyn Borough Hall. This is a great event for people who have pets or service animals if they want to learn more about how they can prepare their pet or service animal, they should still buy. Uh, and also our partners from the Animal Planning Task Force will be at that event as well. At the end, on September 29th, we are going to close off the month with our family preparedness event in the Staten Island Children's Museum. We sponsor free admission at the museum that day, uh, and we are going to have a lot of activities for the entire family. And uh, again, Ready Girl will be there, and she will be doing presentations for children and we're going to have many other fun activities as well so it should be a fun month a jam-packed month filled with lots of what sounds like exciting events and i i love that and at the end of this month it sounds as if uh new yorkers if they attend these events will be very prepared uh, before an emergency and they'll have the information that they need to be prepared before an emergency. And I love that. Now, with New York City being one of the most diverse cities in this nation, how important are these partnerships that we have with the Bronx Zoo, with the Staten Island Children's Museum, the Mets and the Yankees in helping to prepare different communities within New York City? It's absolutely crucial. I open, uh, I said in the beginning that every New Yorker needs to have an emergency support network. It's very similar for us. As Omar said, uh, New York is extremely diverse. It's a very big city and we can't do it on our own. Uh, that's why we engage our partners in the community and also in businesses to help us spread the word. I love that. I know we talk about this a lot with preparedness, that there's a continuum of preparedness. It starts with the individual. It starts with the it starts with the New Yorker, but then it expands to the community. And by working with our partners to help share this message, we can make sure that our communities are prepared as well. So I think that that is really great. Uh, now, Iskra, for our listeners who would like to find out more about National Preparedness Month, where can they go? 
The best place would be our website, nyc.gov slash emergency management. You can find out about our events. You can also sign up for the community preparedness newsletter, which also has a lot of information about National Preparedness Month. And uh, you can also find a lot of information about the national campaign at ready.gov. Wonderful. Very cool. So. For our listeners, um, National Preparedness Month is a time of year where we remind New Yorkers to be prepared for emergencies, but you should be prepared all year round. As Iskra mentioned, visit nyc.gov slash emergency management to learn more. That's this edition of Prep Talk. If you like what you heard, you can listen anytime online or through your favorite RSS feed. Until next time, stay safe and prepared. <laughs>